0: We are in Chayadam, we are in Klal Aleph Halacha Ches. Kishonam, when a person gets dressed, when he puts on his shoes, you know, Tchil Hashem, a person should put his right shoe on first, and all all clothing should be put uh, your right hand first, your right shoe, your right foot first, that's how a person should get dressed. Why is this? So the Meshavruah explains the Torah gives significance to the right side of the body. You see that in the Avoyda, in the Beis HaMikdash, that the right side has more significance. If you look in the Kabbalah Swarm, the Kavachim quotes, uh, the Sifre Kabbalah that the right side represents Chesed and Rachamim, the left side represents Din. So we always want to have Chesed and Rachamim taking precedence to Din, and that's why some uh, the clothing that, that the Hasidim wear specifically has the right side going over the left side to have Chesed and Rachamim conquering Din. When it comes to tying shoes, so the Chayadim writes that there are if you're tying your shoes, you should tie your left shoe first, based on the Gemara and Shabbos. Taf that tying is learned out from tzvillin. That uh, we tie tzvillin on our left hand. So therefore, you should you should tie your left shoe before your right shoe. A lefty obviously would have to tie his right shoe before his left shoe, and he would have to put it on his right shoe first as well because he uh, the right side is more significant. But when it comes to ta- when he when he puts on his tzvillin, he puts tzvillin on his right hand. So he he should tie his right shoe first. What about women? So the heart see or C pesach frank says it's not so clear that women would have the same din. Of how to put on their shoes, but I think the Minog is that they do it just like men. They put on the right shoe, left shoe, then they tie the left shoe, and they put on the right shoe. What about other tyings like cufflings or bows? So the Mishabura is Manashma's only talk, only discussing shoes. Now one could ask uh, if the Gemara and says all tying should be with your left, so then the left one first, so why only shoes? So the Mishabura brings a Raya approved from the Lavush. Lavush wrote a safer. Uh, very similar to the Shulchan Aruch, and he writes that there's a Gemara in Chul Petas, which says that Avram Mavinu told Makitzedek that he's not going to take anything from the spoils of the war. He said, now, From a string or from a shoe strap, I won't take anything. So the Gemara says his children got two mitzvahs from that Chutin is the mitzvah of Tzitzis, and Ritzuis is the mitzvah of tefillin. So you see that the shoe has something to do with its filling. filling and shoes, has something to do with that. So therefore, only when it comes to tying shoes do we say that the left uh, shoe comes first. But other things, cufflings and tying um, bows and any other thing you can imagine, there would be no reason to, to tie the left one first. The um, that right, this teaches us that that uh, we should attribute value to everything we do in life. Every little step, tying your shoe, putting on a shirt, taking a shower, when you're supposed to wash your head first, it's anything we do in life, there is some significance. Okay, Halacha test. Asher A person should not walk. It's Asher to walk in a kaim in a hori posture, And then he says, And he shouldn't walk with his head uncovered. He's quoting the Shulchan Aruch. It's interesting why using this terminology, it seems like the more significant is, sir is walking but the zakufah in an outstretched haughty posture. And V'layilich sounds like an afterthought of V'layilich B'Gilay Reish. So let's, uh, perhaps we'll have an answer to why it's written like this. So, for most of us, uh, from here then, this shah never comes up. We should always be wearing a, a yarmulke. So, when does this question come up? It comes up, let's say a person's playing ball and his yarmulke falls off. Well, let's say a person has an interview in a WASPY law firm law firm, and he's not sure he's going to get his uh, get the job or he's meeting a client and he knows he's going to lose a significant amount of money if the client sees him wearing the yarmulke. The question is, can a person remove his yarmulke to avoid a significant loss? Um, so that's where these questions come up. So if you look in the Gemara, the Gemara, there are a few places in Shas. One of them is Rav Huna said that, uh, that I always uh, wear yamaka or I always wear a head covering, and I never walk, even Dalramas. They asked Rav why do you wear a head covering? He says, the Shechina is above me. The Arach HaShulchan explained that, you know, it's, there's something above your brain. Your brain is not controlling the world. By wearing a yarmulke, you're showing that there's something above me. There's a Gemara in Shabbos, Taf, Kufman Vav, which says that the mother of Yitzchak, when she was pregnant, she was told that her son would, be, would grow up and be a ganav, would be a thief. So ever since he was born, she made sure he was always constantly wearing something on his head. So the Gemara relates that one day uh, there was a strong wind that blew off and he was sitting under a date tree and the dates were so, looked so good. He, he climbed up the tree and he he stole some dates. And he said, "Now I realize that when my yarmulka, when my head covering fell off, I uh, I didn't have the same yirushemaim. I didn't uh, have the same shivici hashem leneigdisamid. So there, those are those are the gemaras that we see in shots. Now, from all these gemaras, what's missing is the term chiyav, obligation. It seems like an extra extra measure that Rav Huna did, that Rav Nachman did. And if you look at the Rambam and all the places he brings head covering by davening and by he never uses the term chiyav, uh, as he uses, you know, in Hilches Shabbos, and Hilches uh, Brachas, he always, it just, it says that a person shouldn't go, you know, a person should not walk like, uh, so why is that? So, the way we understand it is, that this whole concept of wearing yamka, is in most of the chassidus, it's extra measure, it's uh, it's to give us uh, your shimayim, to remember but there is no real halachic obligation for a person to wear a uh, A a yarmulke, the Beis Yosef quotes the boy, who says the same thing. However, there might be a different uh, din, might be a different halacha that we should consider at this point, is that since we've been doing it for so many years, it has the din of a minog. It has the the level of a minog, and therefore we don't just throw it in the garbage, we keep it, and it's significant, it's important to us, and a person should wear a yarmulke. Comes along the taz, the taz says... Uh, he's talking in his days in the 1600s. There's an iser deraisa if a person does not wear a yarmulke. What's the iser deraisa? He says there's an iser of chukasagayim, that you're going A yid is not go in the in the ways of the non-Jews, and by taking off your hat, taking off your yarmulke, you are you're following um, their ide- ideologies. So. The Talmud says it's an isur Now that's very significant. If it's an isur so We know that in order to avoid a lav of the Torah, a person has to give up all his money. A person cannot uh, eat treif in order to avoid a financial loss. When it comes to a say, say there, there's no uh, there's no discussion. You have to give up all your money. So. If this is true, one would never be able to, to have a conversation even about removing a yarmulke for a job interview. So what's the header that people rely on? Now, a person who's relying on these things, obviously, should speak with a POSIG or talk to people that are in your industry um, and speak over your industry-specific question to uh, to some people that have more experience. And you'll see it's not as... Usually, it's not as complicated as you think. But either way, the header that people rely on is based on Rav Moshe. Moshe. Feinstein says that, hold on a second, the Isser of Chukas Hagayim is only one of two things. If you look in the Ramah, and Simon Kuf and Ches, the Ramah quotes the Maharik. The Maharik was asked about doctors wearing uh, lab coats or uh, scrubs. Are they allowed to wear a uniform? Isn't it a problem of, of Chukas Hagayim? So the Maharik said, I, I, absolutely not. There is no issue of them wearing a uniform. The only time that we have a problem of Chukas Hagayim is one of two things. Either the clothing or the style is something of pritzos. It's a clear uh, uh, showing of, no, of, of, of a lack of morality. It's a pritzos type of uh, baguette. That's a problem. Or there's a custom that they do, which we have to, has no apparent reason. So we have to uh, be concerned that it might, have, might come from a vodazara. But other things that we know why they do it, they wear uh, flat caps because they want to have a certain look. They wear drive these cars. They, whatever they're wearing, we know why they're wearing it. That's the style, that's what they're trying to look like. That's not a problem of hookasagaim. Hukasagaim is only when we're concerned they came from a desire, or it's a beggar of priests It shows a ideology which is not like ours. It's a prezzo ideology. So that that would be a problem. However, wearing a... Wearing scrubs would, would obviously not be an issue. So Ramayusha says the reason why the non-Jews take off their hat or remove the yarmulke has nothing to do with um, a different ideology than with Zahra or Pritzes. It's because they're just relaxing. They don't, they don't want to be so uh, uptight. They just want to relax, and therefore they won't wear hats in the street. They won't wear yarmulkes in the street. So therefore, Ramayusha finds the there is no problem of... Of a uh, chukas when it comes to removing yarmulke. However, there still is an issue of the minog of Klai yisrael. So he says it depends if a person is going to suffer a significant financial loss. So then, in that case, one uh, one could be Mako and go against the minog of wearing a yarmulke, and uh, only and only in that situation he writes. He writes, let's say a person uh, uh, once you get the job, so then you should try to have a conversation with your boss, or let's say. On your way to work, or when you go out, when you leave the office, so there's no head to there. You know they're not going to fire. He says they're not going to fire you if you wear a yarmulke. Um, you know, taking the train home or taking the bus home. So, and only in those, only in the specific case where you're going to have a financial loss, does our mashia say that it will be mutter for one to remove his yarmulke. So let's go back to the to the question. Also, become Then he says, so why? Is the more significance given to kind So, what's the problem of kind of zakufa? You're walking in a haughty posture, so you're showing this now, it's that you're running the world. And isn't that the same concept as Mareishi, that the shrine is above my head and the original reason of wearing a yarmulke? It's the same, it's this, it's on the same, it's on it's the same uh, reason. So, I was thinking a mashal to this would be sometimes, uh, some of the young chevra have asked me, you know, I have friends that they left to Shiva, they went to work. And one of the common questions they get is that is that maybe they should start wearing a ring. And they asked me, is there a problem of uh, of like Silbash of wearing a ring to work? Their wife wants them to wear it. So usually halakhically there's no problem. And in many instances one one is recommended to wear a wedding band. But I always tell them that if the only thing that shows your coworkers that you're married is that little ring on your finger you going to get into issues. Your whole personality, your whole attitude to work, people should know that you're a family guy, you're happily married, that's going to save you from problems, not the little ring on your finger. So the same thing over here. Obviously a person has to wear yarmulke. that's the minnaq, but the minnaq is only to remind us of shechina l'malem but if a person's whole attitude is kaimah zakufa, so that's the bigger issue. So chaimah z'kufah, first also that how are you going to be reminded to stay in that position, to never think that you run the world? So then we have this other thing of a layelech b'gila to remind us that Shekhinu